0: In May, President Chang reached out to the FEMI program, and he said he wanted a Purdue ice cream. And so he gave us the theme of black and gold.
1: Hello, you're listening to the Purdue Agricultural Economics Podcast. I'm Ken Foster, Professor in Agricultural Economics at Purdue. And with me is my student co-host, Shelby Whitaker. Shelby is in AgCom and double majoring in Ag Sales and Marketing. Shelby, how are you?
2: I'm doing good. How about you, Dr. Foster? I'm doing
1: great. Hey, are you looking forward to fall break coming next? next week
2: I am the weather is still super warm out though so it's a little bit confusing for me
1: yeah but it's still fall got any big plans for fall break
2: I don't just headed back home for the family and just gonna hang out and, see and what's catch up going on your on. studies
1: I'm sure of course of course hey too. do you want to introduce our guests for today's podcast
2: Absolutely, so we have two guests here today with us. Allison Kingery is the Managing Director of Food Entrepreneurship and Manufacturing Institute, as well as oversees Skidmore Product Development Laboratory, the certified commercial kitchen located within Nelson Hall of Food Science. And then we also have Teresa King, she's a student here at Purdue, a junior majoring in food science involved in Food Science Club and Food Science Envoys, and she helped to work on the creation of the Boiler Chips Ice
3: Cream, which is what we're here to talk about today. We're really excited to be asked to be on your podcast and to talk a little bit about FEMI and what we've been able to do so far. And I'm really excited to have Teresa with me. I'm nothing without students, so glad to have her here as well.
1: I happen to have a little inside information, Allie. So if you could tell our listeners just a little bit more about yourself and your experience here at Purdue Food Science
3: Sure. My role is to oversee our Food Entrepreneurship and Manufacturing Institute group. We're made up of students, staff, graduate students, faculty. But my role is really to make sure that all of our teams have what they need to be successful. I'm really passionate about students being able to have all kinds of diverse experiences. Before this, I was the academic advisor for food science. Before that, I was the chef at Ford Dining Court. It's an in between. I've taught some classes, picked up an MBA to complement my food science background, culinary background, and really through Femi, I've been able to do it all in one place. Happy to be able to put all of those things together.
1: And that MBA was through Purdue Global, if I'm not mistaken.
3: Yeah, that's right. So Purdue Global was a really good opportunity for me to be able to extend my career without having to leave a university that I'm very proud of and very happy to be here through all of the twists and turns of my career.
1: Fantastic. Teresa, what about you?
3: Yeah, so
0: as you mentioned, I'm a junior. I'm from Ohio, but I definitely came to Purdue because of the great food science program. It was very intriguing. And then I got involved with FIMI this past summer, and it was really just an amazing experience. It was definitely different than an internship as I got a bunch of different experience in different parts of the food science industry. So I got experience in product development with the ice cream that we're gonna talk about in a minute. And then I also got experience in the pilot plant and also in food microbiology. So it's just overall a great experience. That's awesome. As a student, it's great to see you taking those
2: opportunities as well and being able to grow within the food science department. Would you guys be able to give us a
3: little bit more insight about what Boiler Chips is? What's the flavor? How did it come to be? I'm going to turn to Teresa. This was really a student experience made by students for students. So I'm going to let her take the lead on this one.
0: Yeah, so in May, President Chang reached out to the FEMI program, and he said he wanted a Purdue ice cream, and so he gave us the theme of black and gold, and then we pitched him some ideas that kind of went along with that. Some of the ones that he chose were a black sesame and honey, which was really interesting and unique flavor profiles, and then we also had a black and gold chip, so at the time it was caramel with chocolate chips and then chocolate with butterscotch chips. So, but we worked on developing those flavors basically from the beginning. So how much of an add-in to put into the ice cream, how much syrup to put in, what process to use, if we were going to use the soft serve machine, the blast freezer, we kind of worked through all those different problems. We presented him with six flavors and he chose his favorite two and then we worked with Boiler Gold Rush and the new students actually got to pick their favorite one so it's really cool to see them make a decision their first two days at Purdue and it made them feel involved already. After that they chose Boiler Chip and it turned out to just be the caramel with chocolate chips. We worked with Glover's Ice Cream to scale up and they are co manufacturer so they'll produce it for the games and the butcher block and the union which is really cool to see it on the market and see people enjoying it.
2: That's really neat. So how many students work on this project with you to come up with the flavor profiles and everything that goes
0: in behind the scenes? We had eight summer students, so it was really great to have a pretty good-sized team, and we had a bunch of ideas flowing from everybody. It was a great collaborative effort.
3: And Teresa, there were about 450 students that came through during BGR, and you had a different perspective on that BGR crowd, right? Yes. I was a team supervisor
0: for BGR, so it was really cool to see the campus kind of come together and see two programs that I'm involved with collide. So I thought that was a really great idea to have the new students involved with that, and it was cool to see them try ice cream because who doesn't love a sweet treat,
3: especially on those hot days during BGR. Having BGR is a critical point in Dr. Chang's rollout, it did put us in a little bit of a bind in meeting deadlines for the football season. So Boiler Gold Rush happens second or third week of August and football season is just a few weeks out. So we had to be in lockstep with Glovers to make sure that we were communicating with them as soon as we got word which of the two flavors was moving forward. That gave them just enough time to order ingredients, gave our ad communications team just enough time to generate a label, have the labels printed. And then we had about an hour when it all came together to label about 10,000 containers to get them to Glover's for production to meet the football game in which they were unveiled. And that one hour was
1: crazy,
3: (laughs) but we sent out a quiet SOS to some of our friends in the department. We had faculty, staff, grad students, undergrads, people that had nothing to do with ice cream but all showed up in one space and all donned the uh, lab coats and hair nets and made it happen in an hour it was really one of my favorite hours of being in the department
1: that's phenomenal that's a great purdue community story that's right so if i'm not mistaken The relationship with Glovers and Purdue goes back a long time. Do either one of you want to comment on that story and how this partnership came about?
3: Sure. So I learned more about Glovers once we were already in this agreement together. I didn't even realize that they had such a, a beautiful relationship for decades. They own the equipment that was originally at the Purdue Creamery, Long before I was alive to generate Purdue ice cream, they've named this unit in honor of the Purdue relationship and have been using this equipment to generate ice cream for decades. So they were really excited that we thought of them to collaborate and launch this Purdue branded ice cream. And they've been really excited to strengthen that relationship again.
1: And this is not the only flavor of Purdue-branded ice cream that they're producing. Is that correct?
3: Yeah, and I'll give another shout-out to Glovers here as well. They suggested that we just run a vanilla simultaneously. They said if we're going through the effort of launching this special flavor, you might as well have another crowd-pleaser. It's not that much more complicated to run a vanilla as well. So this one, the vanilla is called One Giant Scoop which is something that is available at the football games as well.
1: And this goes back to the original creamery at Purdue and its recipe for vanilla ice cream.
3: Yeah, that's correct. So Pappy's was a place on campus where people could get this Purdue creamery ice cream after the creamery had closed, but now that Pappy's is closed, it was once again hard to come by. So this project has resurrected that particular formula that Glovers maintains and now has given another chance for people to be able to have this product. I remember right before I actually became a student on campus
2: going to Pappy's when I was in 4-H and when I visited the Purdue campus and it was always a fan favorite. And I think a lot of students have resonated with it, obviously coming back. It's created quite a buzz all around campus. So were you guys surprised at the reaction that
0: all the students have been having with the ice cream? I was just really excited for everyone to see it. So it really does make me happy to see so many people love it, especially at the football games this past weekend. It was super hot, so it was really cool to see everyone grabbing their cups early in the game when it was still the heat of the day. So I don't know if I expected it, but I am really happy to see
3: it have such a buzz. I think for me, we really didn't stop to think about what this was going to feel like. We just were under this time crunch to have it launched in time. So we talked a lot about logistics and not a lot about what it was going to feel like once it was in production. So I'm really excited it's getting this attention and shedding a lot of light on student success and impact. And one of the great things about this project is it's the the university-branded product. This isn't like a lot of uh, other FEMI projects where we're under very strict NDAs. Most of the things that we're working on, we can't talk about on a podcast. We, we can't be interviewed, and, and we're not to say uh, the type of work that we're conducting because it's private to a company. This is a very different type of project and really brings attention to FEMI that the, the students and team really deserve.
2: That's great. Have you guys seen an influence with involvement within
3: the food science department as a whole? as well. There are a lot of events where it's showcased and it's always on the agenda of any meeting that we walk into. It's given social media a lot of opportunities to have a presence and it's becoming very visible. That's great.
1: So Teresa, other than finding the right mix of ingredients to make an appealing flavor and something good to look at as well as eat what were the big challenges that you and your fellow students faced in producing the boiler chips ice cream i
0: would say just the creativity and working together to come up with a product that we think everyone would be pleased with so one of the big things i mentioned earlier we had like the sesame and honey flavor and it was just really cool to come up with these wild ideas that kind of fit the theme still But then working through what is going to be a crowd pleaser, what is going to make people buy it, it's going to be appealing to everybody, was kind of a challenge working through that and talking through that. But I think it was amazing to see the final product that we got and that people are loving it and that we accomplished our goal.
3: There were a couple hurdles that we learned along the way in scaling from something that we could do on a benchtop Cuisinart piece of equipment into larger scale production. Uh, When we were just starting, we used milk and cream and sugar and basic ingredients that anyone would use at home as well. But when we scaled into our ice cream manufacturing equipment to resemble what would happen at the manufacturer, Those ingredients (laughs) didn't quite pass through the equipment in a beautiful consistency that we were hoping. So that led us to turn to Glover's right away and say, okay, we need to generate 1,000 samples for BGR next week. What are your ideas? They were able to provide us an ice cream base that they use. This is something typical that restaurants and manufacturers will use that has some stabilizers in it that allow for a uh, really even consistency.
2: I guess as well you guys had kind of talked about how other departments came together to help you and with this Purdue community be able to work together to get this product to market. Is there any other departments on campus specifically that have helped you to
0: execute this creation? Yeah so In the beginning, we were brainstorming ideas for the label and what it would be called and everything. And then we were working on a presentation to give to the agriculture communications department because they were the people that were going to design our label for us. They were going to do all the marketing. So they were definitely a big contributor to this project and its success, especially with all the media that we're seeing around campus for it. It was really great to collaborate
3: with them. Adcom had to partner very closely with university marketing so that they were in lockstep when media launched in preparation for this football game. There's a lot of media that's intertwined into the football game as well, and even President Chang's Among Us piece during the football games, that was all AGCOM plus MARCOM plus athletics to roll all of the communications out.
1: So we've kind of bounced around the topic of FEMI here in the context of the ice cream. But Allie, you foreshadowed that you all are doing more than just developing ice cream for Purdue. Can you tell us a little bit more about FEMI and what it is, why it exists, and how it operates?
3: Sure. So FEMI is a really interesting combination of forces. We have faculty that support food microbiology, food safety, food processing, food chemistry, nutrition. We have a team of ag econ faculty that support marketing and business planning and understanding consumer demand and consumer behavior. So our students are able to join us as we support entrepreneurs as we support small businesses large established businesses anywhere there's a gap in the industry we're able to form a team to support the needs we have projects in which entrepreneurs are just at the ideation stage and they need to know what's coming as they go through the journey of launching a product into the marketplace we can pair them with a network across starting in the Department of Food Science, through the college, through the university, through the state, and then even into understanding manufacturing environments in the country, understanding maybe even other collaborators that have been through similar projects. And then we also go all the way to large established companies that have a very specific challenge and they look to Purdue Food Science, Purdue FEMI, to help them get something off the ground. Maybe it is novel, groundbreaking research. Maybe they just can't pause running on their current equipment, and they need to come into our facilities and do a test run in a different kind of environment.
2: So how does a student get involved with FEMI? Do you have to be a food science student?
3: Can you be any major? Right now we have 38 undergraduates that work with us. Mostly food science. At this point, most of our projects are technical, so we do a lot of hands-on, benchtop lab work, but we do have other elements of projects that we bring in students from ag economics, from horticulture landscape architecture from agricultural biological engineering and with the launch of this ice cream we're getting some people from across campus that are asking how they can be involved Uh, all of our students are in paid status femi is a job so nobody's volunteering their time they're getting paid for the work that they're doing we do interviews at the beginning of each year to be able to understand the amount of projects that we can take on at any given time.
2: What has been your favorite part about being able to create
0: this ice cream? I would have to say eating all the ice
2: cream.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Of course.
3: But
0: besides that, I think the product development experience, because coming into college, my mind was set like product development, but... Talking to industry professionals in interviews and stuff, they've always said, you never know what you want to do until you've done it, and you have that experience. And I feel like through this position, I've gotten that product development experience. And now going into internships for next summer or real-world jobs in a year, I know that that's still what I want to do. And going through all like the trial and error and the problem-solving, And knowing that I enjoy that and I can get through that and I can bring ideas to the table, it really just showed me like I am on the right path and pretty food science is going to help me get there. And especially for me being able to continue throughout the school year, I can continually get that experience until I do go off for an
3: internship or a real industry job. So I think that's really cool. I have two favorite experiences. One was hearing Teresa's grandma be able to watch Teresa <laughs> on live Indianapolis news when they interviewed her about the Purdue ice cream hitting the football game. That was a proud moment. <laughs> and then I also overheard conversation from my daughter. She's nine, and she said that... At the elementary school, the lunchtime conversation was boiler chips ice cream, and and she wasn't the one to bring it up. She just said that they were talking about it. So it's, I never really, had that experience where se- some kind of you know playground gossip is circled <laughs> around what we were doing here in our role so hey future
1: boilermakers this is how we <laughs> reel them in
3: that's right i'm okay with that If th- if that's what we got to do we'll just keep making ice cream it Fantastic. is amazing to see
0: the impact that it is making i definitely did not like i knew that everyone loved a sweet treat but i didn't think it would be this big and this community oriented.
1: Wonderful. Any final comments?
3: I think we should taste the ice cream.
1: I think that sounds like a great idea. (laughs) Hey, you've been listening to the Purdue Agricultural Economics Podcast. You can find out more about the Agricultural Economics Department at Purdue at www.agecon.purdue.edu. You can like us on Facebook and you can follow us on X. Have a great day.